Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today I want to talk about taking the leap when it's a good time or when it's the right time or when you know it's time to take that leap and change jobs, whether because you have to, you want to. Often it can be difficult to know when the right time is. And many of us stick around for a really long time, even past that point, just because we think it's the right thing to do or we need to do it to pay the bills or we think that it's going to get better. A whole variety of different reasons. Today we're going to talk about five things that are really strong indicators that it's probably time to look for something else. And it's not necessarily that it's a must-do, but it can also be when you are trying to decide what to do. So the first I'll mention is kind of a no-brainer, I think, and, and this is talked about infinitely on the internet, that if you're in a job or position that is emotionally or physically unhealthy, it's time to get a new job. I recognize the need to pay your bills and get things done right. I mean, there are situations in our lives where we have to stick with something for a while until we can find something else because not all of us are in a position where we can just kind of float between jobs for an undetermined period of time. So obviously, if you can't leave your job, be looking actively. And in those situations, sometimes it may mean that you need to take something kind of a step back or a step down or a step sideways or maybe not something that's extra glamorous just to get out of a bad situation. But recognize that if you are in that kind of a scenario, just because, say, you're in a horrible situation, right, and you need to take a different job. Say you go and get a job as a bartender or a waiter or at Walmart, stocking shelves or Target. It may not pay the bills completely. It may not keep you in the level to which you've become accustomed. But if it can bridge the gap between getting out of something really unhealthy so that it takes a little bit of the pressure off looking for another position right away so that you can take your time and be purposeful about the next step you take, do it. Right. I mean, there's no reason to be going to work every day if you are in danger emotionally or physically or in some other way. So consider that. And when you interview for that next job, there's no reason why when they look at your resume and see that you left perhaps a very lucrative job to go and work something on an hourly wage that you can't say to them, you know what, I had to get out. It was an unhealthy work situation for me. You can be very succinct in the details. You can be elaborate in the details, whatever you are comfortable sharing. But most interviewers can recognize because I think that somewhere along the line, most of us have had that job that we've just needed to get out of. And depending on how serious the situation, 
the stronger it is that your justification for you to be able to say, hey, you know, I had to do what I had to do. I got a job. I demonstrated that I'm I'm interested in being employed. I just, I couldn't wait around for the right fit. I needed something to get out so that it could give me a little bit of a buffer until I could find the right fit, which hopefully will be whatever job you are entering for. So the next is, again, fairly common, and it's dread. Do you dread your job every single day? Some of us have bad days. Some of us have bad weeks. Some of us have bad months. Some of us even have bad years, but are able to look at the situation that perhaps it's just a means to an end. Maybe I have to pay my dues in this position, which is not particularly exciting, not particularly challenging, not particularly interesting, but I have to pay my dues at this level to get to the next level. That's acceptable, right? And looking at it from a big picture standpoint, sometimes we have to be a little uncomfortable for the long-term goal. But if you are assessing what it is that you're doing every day and you're coming home trying to figure out what you're going to do because you just do not want to get out of bed every morning and there's no light at the end of the tunnel, you know that the next position after this, should you get promoted or any of the other peripheral positions in your organization are just as miserable, it's not what you were interested in, it's not a a career field that you are particularly passionate about. Maybe you had big ideas about being a scientist when you were in school and now you get there and it's just way too techie for you. Maybe you want to do something more administrative or or vice versa or whatever it may be that you were thinking it was going to be one thing and it's totally different. Perhaps you just work with really frustrating people or you just don't like your boss You have to kind of sit down and give yourself some time to do that pro-con list. You know, are the things that are really making me unhappy anything that I can affect change with? Can I ask for, you know, to be moved to a different team? Can I talk to my supervisor about someone at work not being nice? Can I talk to my subordinates about stepping up for their responsibilities? Can I change my behavior to make myself a little bit happier in my situation? Or is this pretty much permanent? This is the way the organization is. This is what the field is all about. And it's just not what I want to do. If that's the answer, then it's probably time to look elsewhere. If it's not an unhealthy work environment, it's just not a fun environment, it does take some of the pressure off trying to find a new job. But It also should encourage you to actively look. And when I say actively look, you have to make a commitment. And we've talked about this in other episodes. You have to make a commitment when you want to change jobs that you're going to invest your time and effort to that search, to that interviewing, to the development of your materials, your your resume, your cover letters, your applications, all of those things, right? But if you're in a job where you're unhappy, that should kind of light the fire under your butt a little bit that, you know what, I really need to dedicate this time because I'm not happy where I am and it's not going to get any better. So it's time for me to figure out what my next step is. Maybe I need to go back to school and change fields altogether. Maybe I need to consider some kind of an hourly position so that I can devote my time to school if that's possible, right? So if you know that things are not going to change, why stay? Why stay? 
because it might be glamorous, because you might have a really nice title, because it might be a great organization. There's a whole list of reasons why you might feel you should stay, but do you want to stay? I think that a lot of us do things we feel we should be doing, which ultimately is not what we want to be doing. And it really impacts our happiness because we're, we're weighing those two against one another instead of choosing what is best for us in the long run. And again, if this is an, a means to an end, if you have to struggle through a year or two to pay your dues and it's going to come out nice on the other end, then obviously perhaps it's worth the investment and the, the discomfort for a little while. But if you don't see that light at the end of the tunnel, then perhaps it's time to recalibrate, to adjust, to look for something else. There's no reason why you can't jump to something else, do that for a few years, and if you don't like that, jump to something else. Nowadays, I mean, people are pivoting through different organizations, different fields, left and right. The way that corporations and organizations work now is it's not like our dads or our grandfathers where you went, you put in your 40 years, you got your gold watch, and you retired, moved to Florida. It's not necessarily like that anymore. There's so many opportunities for us to kind of grow with our career and grow as we learn more about ourselves and what we like doing and what we enjoy doing and what we're good at. And it's important to try to pull all those things together. Now, the third thing kind of plays off of that, and it's if you're in a decent job, right? You don't hate it. You don't love it. Pays the bills. It's got decent growth. But you're hearing about a new field that is interesting to you or someone approaches you through work or through your network or through family or friends and mentions a new opportunity that comes up that's of interest to you. Why not? Why not try something like that? It could be a lateral. It could be a a promotion. It could be maybe a step or two backwards, but it's something that you've always been interested in doing. If you can make the numbers work, even if it's tight for a little bit while you're exploring something new and interesting and this potential opportunity has the chance to make you even happier, help you grow, help you learn, help you broaden your skill set, why not try something new? Why stick with the same old thing if you're open to trying new things? Again, I've mentioned quite a few times on here, I love change. I love change. I know I'm weird and there are a lot of people that dread change. I love change. When things are stagnant, I feel very confined and stressed and like I'm not making progress. I have to have little changes all the time because that makes me feel like I'm growing and learning and expanding my 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 world and it keeps things interesting and fresh. So if you're offered an opportunity where you can do that, Why not try that? Particularly if it's something where you know that the money's going to be sound, the benefits are are comparable to where you're at. Maybe it's a little bit better of a commute. Maybe it's a better work-life balance. Maybe it's a chance for faster growth on a leadership track if that's what you're interested in. Maybe they offer tuition reimbursements so you could go back to school. If it's something that is interesting to you and you're not particularly super excited about what it is that you're doing now. It's just kind of your job. You get up every day, you go to it. It's fine. Why not try something new? You never know what that could lead to, especially when the risk is so little. 
Like I said, obviously the risk there would be you get there and you don't like it as much as you think, but it could be worth the risk to find out that you like it even more, or it leads to something else, or it broadens your skill set so that you can look for something else down the road that combines the talents of both of your, your positions. So the next reason would be a life change. And as a coach, I'm finding that this is the most common time when people feel it's appropriate. And I say that purposefully when they feel it's appropriate to look for jobs, because they think, again, it's kind of been programmed in us that you should be staying at your job until you need to change. A lot of the young professionals now right out of college, for whatever reason, they don't feel that way. They feel that they can work for two years here, build their salary, move to the next. Work for two years here, build their salary, move to the next. But for some of us that have been in the workforce for a longer time, it, it's it's kind of, again, it's kind of our dad and our grandfather's mentality that you're supposed to stick around a little bit longer. But when major life changes happen, then for whatever reason, we feel a little bit more comfortable saying, okay, well, now I can allow myself to look a little broader, look a little bit differently at my career because I've had these changes. Perhaps you've gotten married. Perhaps you've had children. Perhaps you've got illness in yourself or in your family and you need time off to help out with caretaking. Perhaps you're getting older in your career and you're just kind of looking for that last Hurrah, you're looking for that coast position that kind of take you into retirement. You're not quite ready to retire yet, but your 401k is doing pretty well. You don't necessarily have to have the 100 hours a week where you're the, the dazzling executive anymore, and you're just looking for something to keep you busy for a few more years until you want to take your retirement. These are all times when folks are looking to change their position, and maybe it's an opportunity to look at positions that will make you happy. Particularly once you reach, you know, mid-career, late career, you should have a pretty long list of skills and talents that you've acquired over the years. A lot of different responsibilities and roles that you've had have prepared you for a wide variety of positions. Take a look at your resume, kind of pull those all in and see if there's positions out there that might offer you the opportunity to try something interesting. Try something where you are providing some strategy, some guidance, some consulting to an organization or a team or an office, whatever it may be, so that you're leveraging all of the expertise that you have to give back, but also that kind of gives you a little bit of a... a, less day-to-day of the doer kind of work. Looking for a position, regardless of what the changes are, you know, like I mentioned, if you've just gotten married or have a family, your needs are changing. Work-life balance may be changing. You need to have something that's a little bit closer to home, a little bit more flexible. Maybe you need less travel. Maybe you need more money. Whatever it may be, those are good times to really look actively to change something, to fit your changing needs. Because trying to stick with a job, even if you find it interesting or fun at the time, but it really doesn't meet your life at the time, will weigh on you. It only adds to the stress. Perhaps you enjoy what you're doing, but maybe you can talk to your supervisor about taking a little bit of a different role or a different approach to it so that you can have better work-life balance. 
The last area that I would suggest that you look for a new position is if you are in a job where you know you have no future. And I think this is really important because many folks that I know are in jobs where they've already reached their ceiling. Maybe they're mid-30s, early 40s, and they're already at the top of their game, which is great if you are the type of person who can phone it in indefinitely now for the rest of your career, great. But if you are looking to grow and stretch yourself and learn more and take on more responsibility and move up through an organization, take a look at your boss and your boss's boss and your boss's boss's boss, right? Would you want those jobs? Would you like those jobs? Would you be good at those jobs? What type of upward mobility, should you want it, is available within your organization? When I was in government, it's very flat, and there's very few positions once you get to the higher levels to move up. So therefore, once you reach a certain level, it's very difficult to go any higher. And those positions come up very few and far between, and there's often quite a few people competing for them. And then once you get them or someone else gets them, what are the politics of it all? Because that person got it and other people don't. It really creates a difficult environment for a lot of people that want upward mobility because it really kind of pairs it down. So take a look at your organization. Is it very flat? Is there a lot of opportunity as you continue up the ladder? And at what point does that seem to kind of pare itself down that you probably or may not be able to get? And will you be okay with that? Do you need to be thinking on the long term? And I think that that's the key here is instead of looking at our careers as one year at a time, one year at a time, one year at a time, it's really important to try and game it out a couple steps in advance. Because once you get to that point where you can't move up any higher, you're going to become frustrated with it if that's what you're wishing, right? And once you become frustrated with it, now you're disgruntled. Now you have to go to work every day. You're not happy with it because you're not moving up. You're wishing that you had thought about this sooner so that you had time to really look for another position and kind of play the field a little bit. And job searching, the more time you have, the better. The more time you have to look for a job and the less pressure you have to take whatever it is you find, the better because that allows you to be the picker. You can be very picky and you choose whatever position you want. You can look around at lots of different positions and kind of hone it down to just what exactly it is you want. You're not stuck in a position where you have to take the first thing that comes available because you have bills to pay. So taking a look at your career in a holistic way, more in a long term, and I know this, that concept is probably overwhelming to some folks, right? I, I, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not reading tea leaves here and I'm not predicting the future of what exactly your career will look like, nor could I have done that with mine. But there are certain things within your control that you can take a look at to give you some indication of at what point you might top out in your organization. And if that's not something that is okay with you, then that's kind of the area where you need to start planning for. And maybe that's three levels ahead from now. 
Maybe you know you're you're a middle level manager and you'd like to be a uh, the next level manager, a senior manager, maybe the director or, or VP, whatever your organization titles all these uh, executive levels at. Maybe it's two levels above. And once you get to that, you think, you know, there's a lot of business development there and those people are really political or I don't really like their job. They do a lot of public speaking. Maybe that's the point where you know, okay, I can go two more levels before I really don't want that next job. And then you think about it and think, Okay, well, would I be happy with the level below it indefinitely and just stay in that job? If you're okay with that, fine. One thing I will say that you should consider is, will your organization be okay with you being in that position for the long term? Look around. Are there other people that have been in that role for quite some time or do they push people up or push people out? There are a lot of organizations that do that. They push their people up or out and and that's just where it's at once you get to that level, right? So consider that and then be thinking, you know, all right, I have two levels left before I get to that point where I have to make a choice. Start looking now. Start looking at different organizations that you might be interested. I'm not talking about applying because obviously that's a couple levels above your skill set right now, right? But be looking at what type of skills organizations that you're interested in are hiring for. Be thinking about, okay, well, I really like the field that I'm in, but perhaps I'd like something a little bit different or a little bit similar, but a little bit different. Look at those organizations. Look for companies that you know have really good benefits or have really good retirement plan. Look for companies that have really good work-life balance because as you get to that point, perhaps you'll be older and you want to play golf one or two days a week. You want to go visit the kids or the grandkids. You want to take vacation. You want to take the month off at Christmas, right? If you are starting to think about this stuff now, then you have the power to be doing your research to find just the right fit so that when you get to that position or shortly before and you start actively applying for positions, you know what organizations are good to their employees at that level. You know which ones are competitive in their pay, which have good benefits package, good work-life balance, all of the things that are important to you. And there's no pressure because if you start looking a year before or even 18 months before and start applying, you have plenty of time to locate and find just the right position. So again, trying to figure out if you should take a leap and leave your job can be stressful. It can be really stressful, particularly when we have responsibilities. We've got families, we've got bills, we've got responsibilities to our organization. Perhaps we've been there for some time. Perhaps they've paid us for uh, to go to school and we have to give them a certain amount of time back. These are all things to be considered. But at the end of the day, weigh all of your options. Think about your happiness. Think about your family. Think about what it is that you really want. So take some time. Think about what it is that you're doing with your career. Think about how you feel about your current organization. If you are listening to this and you are considering, is it time for me to take a leap or not? Maybe it's time to think about the different areas that we talked about today. Are you in an unhealthy environment? Do you dread going to work? Is there an interesting opportunity out there for you? Would you like something different out of your career? More work-life balance, more benefits, more pay? Do you have a future going forward 
in your current role, in your current organization, okay? Think about those things and think about why you're staying where you're staying. If you're asking yourself, is it time to leave, but you're still staying, think about that. Why are you doing both? Are you afraid that perhaps you'll switch to something that will be worse? Are you afraid that you'll switch to something that'll be the same and not better? You'll never know until you try. Do your homework. Learn as much as you can about other organizations that you're applying to. Google what type of work environment they have, what kind of culture they have. You can read a lot of these things online now. You can go on LinkedIn. If it's an organization you're interested in, but you want to make sure that it's the right leap, go on LinkedIn, make some friends with somebody in the organization and say, hey, I'm considering a position at your organization. Could you tell me a little bit about how happy you are there? What type of work do you do? Do you like the company? What is the culture like? There's no reason why you can't ask these questions. And when you go and you do your interview, ask those questions. Obviously, there's no sure thing. There just isn't. There's no sure thing. I can't guarantee that you may talk to five people on LinkedIn. They may all love their job. You may take the leap. You get there and you absolutely hate it. But you know what? Then you look and you change and you do something else. Will it be an overnight pivot? No, it's not. It's going to take some time and it'll take some time to find the next stop until you find something. Some of it is largely trial and error. But if you are already unhappy where you are and considering whether or not it's time to go, isn't it worth the shot? That's a question only you can answer. I wish you all the best in your job hopping. Have a great day. All right, so thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend it to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one.